still calls my mom. Rafiq, what, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> You're like, yeah, working on it, Grandpa. Hello, one and all, and welcome to episode three. For everyone that continues to listen to this, thank you. I'm halfway through the season and it's proving to be a little more challenging than I expected, but fun all the same. Rafiq takes center stage on this week's episode. My name is Rafiq Gurgis. Uh, I live in Niagara Falls, Ontario. I was born in Egypt, you know that. Um, came here when I was young and uh, what I do in my spare time is I, uh, I'm a bit of a low-key philanthropist. I work as a bartender and spend a lot of my money on uh, uh, concerts and events, which is uh, near and dear to my heart and uh, just trying to find my way through life in school and stuff like that. So, As Rafiq said, he was born in Egypt. And for those of you who don't know already, Egypt is home to some of the most historical landmarks to date, like the pyramids, King Tut's tomb, and the Sphinx, just to name a few. Rafiq has only gone back to Egypt once, but does plan to go back at the beginning of next year. And by the sounds of it, he has a great experience awaiting him there. Uh, I went to Egypt when I was 23, 23, 24. It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, like, yeah. what you do? Um, well, we visited my uncle, or my, well, we visited my uncle, we visited my grandpa first. Uh, it was my dad's old bachelor pad that he rented off my grandpa when he asked my mom to marry her. So he, like, yeah. he, and they ended up living in this like really, really tiny apartment. And uh, the whole family was like situated in the apartment. And um, it was cool. Um, it was kind of culture shock to see the way life is over there compared to the way we have it over here. Yeah. Uh, the like the bathrooms like there isn't necessarily a shower or a toilet it's just kind of well there's a toilet but like there's a toilet here and like right next to it like not sectioned off or anything it's just like a thing you pull and the water drapes down <laughs> and then there's like a drain right over yeah, there yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know it, it, it's cool though because like my family is divided into like people that are very well off and the people like the other side of my family is not very well off at mm-hmm. all so like you know, we hung out with my mom's side of the family at first, um, my grandpa, and, um, you know, uh, he owns, like, a low-income apartment and has 92, but he's still a landlord. Wow. That's crazy. He still goes up and down the stairs every day, locks his front doors at 9 p.m., collects wow. the rent, everything. 92. It's insane. <laughs> still calls my mom, Rafiq, what, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> You're like... Yeah, working on it, Grandpa. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then the other side of my family is, um, you know, they're very, very well off. And uh, so we went to their house, and like they have servants carrying our luggage up the stairs, and like, excuse me, yeah. And I'm like, cool. So to see the disparity between the have and have nots in Egypt was, uh, yeah, it's pretty eye opening. But then we went to the Red Sea and went snorkeling in the water and all that stuff. So it was cool. Mm-hmm. Is there any, um, like, any particular food that you just have to have when you go back? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, there's obviously, uh, but like, I, we, get, we get it here too because my mom makes it, but like, you know, right. mashi, malfeya, yep. shawarma, you know, um, tabbouleh, tabbouleh is like yep. my favorite, uh, gofta, that mm. kind of stuff. So, yeah. We visited like the Egyptian military museum because my dad's friend was like a general and stuff like that. And so, like, I got to see a lot of cool stuff. Um, mm. I just, the lifestyle there isn't, um, it's, it's just so, so, so incredibly different than it is here. Yeah. I just even remember when we got off like the plane into the airport and like, you know, you go through the gate and like I'm walking to the terminal and like some dude's just sitting there like hacking back a cigarette and I'm like, <laughs> really? 
<laughs> We're definitely not in Canada. We're definitely not That's in not. Canada. Growing up in Canada proved to be a pretty rough time for Rafiq. Since he was only taught the British version of English, it was very broken, and he was isolated from his classmates. However, over time, he was eventually able to assimilate to the culture. The road to get there was a pretty winding one, though. Kids are mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, it was, I mean, I, I'd, I'd be lying uh, if I said it was easy. It wasn't. Because um, my parents are very traditional, mm-hmm. very much so. Um, and there's a lot of uh, North American values that don't necessarily uh, coincide with, you know, our cultural values mm-hmm. in terms of like Egyptian values and whatnot. And not to say that one is, you know, greater or less than the other. It's just, it's different. Right, right. Um, so, you know, mom, I'm coming home at 11 p.m. and I'm like 13 years old. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, I think that caused the like the emotional segregation between me and a lot of the other people, my, like my classmates, because... Mm-hmm. There is that apparent difference between my lifestyle and theirs. Yeah. And I think I was pushing against the grain with my parents to try to fit in to with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, in the long run, like now that I'm an old man, it's like it, it's become obvious that it's better to go with the grain of your parents because, you know, like in the long run, these are the people that have your best interests at heart. Now, a fully assimilated Canadian, he still falls victim to race driven jokes every now and then. And recently, in one particular case, he had a rather unpleasant encounter with an angry driver. People would always make fun of like the five pyramids or Egypt. Like, yeah. And like, I, I kind of accepted that with the territory of being Egyptian, you know, walk like an Egyptian, all that kind of stuff. And, <laughs> you know, I kind of just brushed off. But like, uh, you know, racism to the point of antagonism, like where it's like actually with a sense of animosity behind it. I don't think I ever experienced that up until maybe even the last six to eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if it's just the change of times or the political atmosphere or what have you, but it... Uh, and it's not everybody at all. It's, it's actually not even most people. It's just like you just find it in um, very point um, specific points of interactions with people. And it's it's more so uh, a frustration, mm-hmm. you know, like somebody's frustrated because of a certain thing. But rather than addressing that thing, they'll take it out in like on a racial bias instead. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not a great driver. So I was driving and um, I cut somebody off. Shouldn't mm-hmm. have done it. Totally not a cool thing to do. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so this person, you know, was livid about it, mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of just brushed him off. I'm like, okay, whatever, man. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's get on with our day. And you know, he, he was really upset. He ended up following me on the highway no. from St. Catharines to the Falls, you know, and rolled down oh his God. window and was like, you know, you brown piece of shit. That kind of pardon my language. Yeah, like you, you know, go back to your own country. That kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, man, everyone can be bad at driving. Yeah. <laughs> you never been cut off in your whole life? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm really legitimate. I'm, but um, I've never had that happen to me before. So like, it, yeah. I didn't even, it's funny because like you, you integrate yourself in, you know, you immerse yourself in your friends and everything and you forget that you are different sometimes. Uh, and that's okay. Cause you're not supposed to like, like it's, it's okay to be different, but you're not supposed to like set it as like something that you think about every day. Right. Yeah. Um, and then when somebody kind of just throws it in your face like that, in, in that kind of situation, it kind of, it's like, oh, wow, people, yeah. some people really do see me as different and yeah. I forget about that sometimes. No matter how frustrating it can be to experience racism, Rafiq still has a lot of pride when it comes to his family and his heritage. Without trying to sound insulting to anybody, core values, um, like core values that don't change. The level of integrity my parents have is astonishing. Um, 
you know, they, my mom is a diehard Coptic. Uh, my dad is Presbyterian, but he still like goes to the Coptic church with my mom every once in a while. And uh, they just, they believe in, in, uh, in the, uh, my mom's a saint, like she believes in the good of people mm -hmm. and, and, and doing well for people. But my dad's uh, perspective is, you know, do good for people, but take care of yourself, you know, stay in line with what your morals are. And, and no matter how much me and my brother or sister, like more so me and my brother, mm -hmm. more so my brother right now, <laughs> uh, how much like we resist or, you know, give them a hard time. Like there's, there's no wavering, you know, like this is what our values are. It takes a long time to really appreciate that mm -hmm. because, you know, if you waver on what your values are, then what's the point of having values in the first place? Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I noticed that, um, with, uh, with other cultures that, and, and again, I'm not trying to say one's right or wrong. It's just, yeah. it's, it's a difference of opinion, uh, that, you know, they're a little more malleable. Um, and I don't know what those, that does to the moral integrity of somebody's, mm. you know, day-to-day -day life when they can say, well, you know, maybe I can make an exception this one time or yeah. this other time. Um, so I think that's what really, for me, that's what defines the difference between my family and a lot of the other families that I grew up around. Is there anything else that you're proud of when it comes to like being an Egyptian? Our history? Yeah. Just being awesome? Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, we have a really rich history. I mean, my sister did a DNA test uh, a few months ago where she found out that we're 85% pure indigenous Egyptian mm -hmm. and then 15% West Oriental. So like that's like Sinai region, that kind of stuff like that. Just knowing that like we come from those roots, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like the lineage and that, uh, you know, Egypt to this day, uh, amongst like all the Middle Eastern countries is still like the stronghold, mm -hmm. you know, like it's something to be proud of. Mm -hmm. Um, and even the way like the political climate, you know, like there was that turmoil over the last six years, but how it's kind of like shifting to becoming a more stable region. Yeah. And, you know, there is, uh, it just shows like the, you know, the, uh, the power of the Egyptian mentality, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something to be proud of. Being a Canadian citizen, having someone treat you like you're still foreign is a bizarre thing to experience. And Rafiq is done being nice about it. I, I bartend and I serve, um, and, uh, you know, I had this British couple come in and, uh, I was serving them and the one guy's like, you know, where are you from? From Canada. <laughs> I don't know you, I don't need to tell you my backstory of <laughs> yeah. Canada. Uh, no, come on. Where are you really from? I'm from Niagara Falls. Yeah, Canada. I just, where do you, where do you live? I live down the street, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but where are you really from? No, I'm really from down the street. Yeah. From Niagara I Falls, just... Canada. But I detect a hint of an accent. That's virtually impossible. <laughs> like, how, like, that's not, I don't understand. And I'm like, no, there's no, and he had a British accent. I probably shouldn't have done this, but no, there's no accent. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Well, that's all for this week, friends. If you want to hear more of these episodes, subscribe to my YouTube channel at S-W-A-Y-R-F Podcast. Until next time, be kind to one another. I, I'm assuming people have asked you many times, where are you really from? Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And your favorite way to respond to that is? <laughs> uh, I, uh, should I say it? Yeah, say it. <laughs> I'm from Canada and your mom says hi. <laughs> <laughs>